Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, humans and non. I don't know what I'm allowed to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it today. I've been doing the JLL After Show, Channel 789 on Sirius. Finishing up my con tour for the year. Finishing up my stand-up tour for the year. Go to the website, jimmykennedy.com. And I'm, and I'm involved with an app. And the app is called Chilling. So I'm going to do a pod about this right now. And what it is is because why I got involved. Uh, well, let's see. Um, in my opinion, I think the world of Hollywood has changed forever. I... I'm trying to do a project with a very legendary comedian friend of mine. Hopefully, it'll get going. Uh, but, you know, obviously, we have to work through all the details. Uh, and we were talking, and it's like, you know, when when him and I were doing our own starring roles, you know, it wasn't a big deal to make a $7 or $8 million movie. That was a comedy. Not only that is it hard to do that, but it's just hard to make comedies. Um, and, well, why is that? Because we've become an extra. Everybody has a voice, and... Some people that don't like comedy, not funny, and then they consider it like it's mean or hateful and all this stuff, and there's a a big difference between mean and non-inclusive comedy and hateful stuff and just comedy, you know, walking the line. And uh, there's people doing reviews of my past stuff going, could you even make that today? Which is crazy to me because I am me. Like, I'm, I'm a lovable... I was America's, like, little prankster. You know what I'm saying? Like, for people to be worried about my comedy, you know, that's like being worried about The Simpsons. The Simpsons are wilder than I was. I mean, I put a lot of hidden messages in my pranks, and The Simpsons does a ton, obviously. But, I mean, they're edgier than I am. You know, so this is what I want to say. is So I'm involved with this new app, and why did I get involved with this app? Well, it's a great opportunity. It fits for me. But more importantly, traditional models of Hollywood, the disruptors have now become serpentinite. The disruptors have become serpentinite. You know what that is? That's the California State Rock. I could tell you tons of stories, but listen, every studio at some point was a disruptor, okay? And then they became... Just the, the, the initial thing of this was IBM. IBM was the, the big blue. Apple was the disruptor, right? So it's like you you change because you, you hate status quo, and then when you change, you become so big that you become the status quo. Does that make sense? So, you know, no one could touch IBM. Apple is the greatest David in that Goliath story, right? Just look at the history. And now Apple is IBM. A much bigger, you know, wilder, tentacled version. But they are like the gatekeepers, you know, very woke. It's not a crazy atmosphere like it was. Like it was early Atari days. Read out the books on them. Nolan Bushnell. I've had the pleasure of meeting Nolan. A, a, a true entrepreneur, inventor, I was super outside the box, Berkeley thinker. I've had lunch with Nolan. He started a cafe 20 years ago that me and my buddy Stu tried to invest in, and it was all automated. And it was games and everything you would order from your table, and you'd also get games. It was like an Atari cat. It was imagining, amazing, and um, never really caught on, but should have. So Nolan is the original disruptor. He gave birth to people at Apple to start Apple. Like, look, it's an incredible story. Um, but, you know, Berkeley, San Francisco, Los Gatos, Walnut Grove, all these places up in NoCal were just a 
bomb of disruption. And Hollywood was down here doing its thing. And, uh, you know, that what got me interested in investing in startups was because I was making good money doing movies. But I was like, damn, these guys are killing it. So I was like starting to sniff around like how can I get my some of my money and throw it in these investments, right? And I did, and, you know, I took in some shits, but I've had a couple little hits, right? So I, I had many meetings with Netflix in the in the mid to two thousands. Uh, mid to late 2000s. I did a movie. I produced myself, and I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about it. Heckler, and they were. I sat there with the head of Netflix, and they were like, "Well, it's gonna make it, and we'll give you the the deal to distribute it on Netflix." It was, I, I saw the button. I'm stupid. I didn't invest. I saw the button. I saw how it was gonna be digital. I saw this before anyone knows about it. This is a, it's a long ass story. But of course, I'm stupid, and I'm like, "Well, I just want you to." F- fund it they're like well you can make it and we'll give you an order for dvds for netflix and so i did the deal um and then you know when they were first acquiring stuff they acquired heckler and it was on there for a while but netflix was an incredibly innovative disruptive idea and when i was shown this button it said you see this you hit this button and everything you have instead of physicalizing it is going to be on demand and i was like wow well, for some reason, I didn't buy the stock because I said, oh, okay, well, how, what's the next? I always thought you have to have a piece of the company, not realizing that if you buy stock, you can still get a piece of the company. It's just at a lower valuation. But I'm like, I need to get in. You know, I want to be that guy that gives 100000 to Google in the parking lot. It's disrupted the world. So God bless them. Um, but they're real amazing. They were a tight ship and they were really run by rebels and creatives and it was incredible. And they were there over on, um, in Beverly Hills off of, uh, I want to say in the old MySpace building. I swear to God, I think Netflix, or next to it, they took over the old MySpace offices, which was crazy. When MySpace sold, they moved in. <sighs> why am I saying all this? Okay. The problem with the, these companies is, is, why am I involved with this app first? I'm involved with the app because it was made by a YouTuber, uh, introduced to me by Kyle, made by a YouTuber who absolutely loves horror. And I know the horror community, you know, pretty well now. And they're so intense. I don't want to say they're judgmental, meaning when they like something, they like it. When they don't, they don't. They're very integrated and, and sticky and like, hey, you know, you just can't get in there. But if something is blessed in the horror community, it is a golden seal of approval. It's a very intense community. You know, probably the gamer community is like this. So horror is like that comedy. If like, you know, if you're in the comedy community, if people really think you're funny, it's like a seal of approval of all the comics, you know. So the horror community is very in their in their social they talk to each other so this was an app created by a real like he was born out of horror uh dane and his partner chris chris is the business guy very smart dane is the creative guy i'm not saying chris isn't creative either but i know dane is the guy that you know makes the movies and you know he had this idea of when you go to sleep at night you listen to scary stories so he did this through the pandemic it was a pandemic birth and uh scary stories and then you know you could listen to it for free and they would just run ads you know so it's like an audible or for 2.99 a month you can just listen to it with no commercials and it just started building right and i'm like this is incredible and they came to me and they said you know will you get involved and i said i'd love to long story is you know um the 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 the, the, the app was made by horror literally he's a baby of the horror genre this guy loves horror um and then he celebrates horror he lives his life like 
a horror character and his and he was in with all the other horror YouTube community and they're huge. And then he, you know, he knows what he likes and they know what they like. And then it's made by horror fans for horror fans with horror fans. And so this is what I'm trying to say is why this app is so exciting and why it it epiphanied me. Like, I just don't need to go anymore and be like, hi, mommy, will you bless this? Will you sign my paper? Like, that's what I feel like doing with traditional media. You know, it's like you get all these disruptors and then we need people to say if you're approved. It's like I never, ever, 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 ever will ask for approval again. Like, I don't. I made enough money. I made enough name. And I have too many legacy projects that I'm like, fuck off. Unless it's something that is insane. But, like, I don't need it. The distrust of Hollywood has never been higher. The disinterest in Hollywood has never been higher. And the ability to self-produce and distribute has never been higher. Why would I want to go around like a young, desperate actor trying to get in five lines in a huge, great movie? Which is great, but it's like, it's just, it's, it's... It's it's embarrassing. It's disres- It's like I'm not even into it. Like I made I made great money. Everybody knows who the fuck I am. Like it's like what the fuck, you know? This is what it is. Why do I have to do that? So why am I saying this? Because these new Hollywood is being swallowed up by technology, but technology is losing its edge because it's listening to Hollywood. So it's like you get Netflix. It's this super disruptive company. And then what does it do? It hires all the fucking executives from Hollywood. The same gatekeeping fucking attitudes. These people are the same people when you have to go for a pitch. And you, oh, they got to move the pitch because they're worried about having a meeting. And they have to get their kid in private school. And you're trying to pitch a fucking show. They're trying to make a billion dollars. And you're like, I got to move the pitch because I have a meeting with my kid's PTA. It's like, get your nanny to take that meeting. Stay in the fucking meeting. It's the insane insanity of the artist meets the, uh, the 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 calm cool collective of fucking so netflix just was so disruptive and they hire all these suits and they expand and they just you know they keep making tons of money and making taking the money think about it and then they throw the money at projects some stick some don't they don't share the numbers which is not transparent and then they go to people they like obviously there's people that are working they, they know the numbers work. But some of them, they don't. So let's just take a simple thing as stand-up. They give a lot of people new chances, which is awesome. They give established people chances. They've made people off of the platform. But there's a lot of people like me, and I could name eight comics. I'm not going to name them that have a very great following that will go to clubs and sell out most of their shows. And, you know, probably if they were on Netflix, I mean... We don't need it, but it'd be nice just for that extra little bump. They would then go and just say, oh, it's a Netflix approved thing. Not that it matters. It's 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 all the rage, right? I think it's changing a little bit. It was HBO, Showtime, Comedy Central, and Netflix. And now, you know, it's kind of get on where you fit in. And so they have, the thing is, is that they have all of the space. I was talking to my friend and I'm like, it's not like they don't have the server space. Just, I made a, I made a special for that. I made a special. Netflix looked at it. They passed, which they do to a lot of people. I lowered it, passed again. I said, here, take it for nothing. I just want the press. Let people find it because I know another comic that blew up off of it by doing that. Literally gave it to them for nothing. And they said, no. I know another comic that they didn't want. And then when he started blowing up, then they come. So that is 
backwards thinking. That's not that's not forward thinking. That is the beginning of the decline of your service. And I don't care that I'm saying this because they don't see what they used to see. They're just following trends as opposed to setting trends. It's like the old saying, where's the party? Right here. It's right here. So it's like if you build it, they will come. So, you know, Hollywood gets its mitts on it. And you got all the agencies and all the bullshit artists and all the production companies. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's a there's 10 comedians that you know that have no Netflix. They can't even give them the specials. And then there's amazing comedians that couldn't get on Netflix that aren't as known and then have been putting their stuff on YouTube. And now Netflix comes and gives them a special after their own success on YouTube. So, again, they're a step behind. So what is this about? I mean, what I'm trying to tell you is it's this, it's this snooty kind of, well, this is what we think. It doesn't cost you anything. Obviously, you're not going to have a fucking, you know, you're not going to be like YouTube used to be where you can upload anything or or Earl's video. Remember Earl's? Was it Earl's? Anyway, you, it's, not, it's not grandma slips on poop. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have some discernment, but if, like, the community is this with names, you should just boom and put their stuff on there but they became picky and snooty and it's not the people that you like it's all these junior executives and you know and all that bullshit and it's like well and they're persnickety and wire rim glasses and Peebo Bryson's or what are those fucking glasses called Pierce Saul's or Wally Parker I don't fucking know it's all those people that just aren't funny you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not emotional. They're not raw. They're all the people that keep their shit together. They're not an, uh, a crazy, off-the-rails artist who makes sense. You know, you could say 10 things, 20% of the things I say maybe resonate, but when they do, they hit hard, and 80% is crazy. Sure, but something's working. So you have these amazing... And so now they've become, like Apple has become, they've become the status quo, right? It's like, I had to go here to go there to do this, to do that, you got to see the junior executive assistant and get to the executive assistant and go to the total final and it has to go to a staff meeting and then they have to see if they want to do it. And then, well, what is the prize? What do you mean? No, it's done. Like, I can't. No one. But no one can do that anymore. It's what I'm in the fucking streets, literally in the streets. Like, and people are like, everybody that won't make Malibu's Most Wanted 2 is the opposite of what the people in the streets say. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Malibu's Most Wanted was made today, I'd be surprised if it wouldn't open up to 20 million. That's just the way it is. That's literally what it is. The disconnect. And that's why, besides all the other bullshit, that's one of the reasons I'm just over Hollywood. Because it's like, yo, I'm not asking to be in a fucking Scorsese, but like, yo, just like, let comedy survive. Right? Like, let, let an $8 million comedy survive. You got Apple. They're woke. And I don't mean it in an annoying, like, right-wing way, which I'm not. But you'll say that I am. I mean, they're just too sensitivo, okay? They're, like, agended, okay? Apple. Netflix is agended, you know? Fucking Amazon. Literally. I was on the first round of pilots for Amazon. I'm like, what am I doing? And my agent's like, dude, they're paying crazy. And I'm like, they're like... They got Chris Carter. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, this is a good script. And I like win and I read a couple times and I got cast. And I'm like, this is awesome, but it's going to be on Amazon. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, they're going to put our series next to a ladle, like a set of ladles that you can buy. And that was the reason. I mean, I got it, but it was like just in a minute of like, oh, am I taking it? You know what I mean? Like, are you taking a creative hit? But, you know, obviously money talks and bullshit smells like your pussy lips. So it's like if... 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I love their system more than ever. They were like, hey, we put the pilot up. Whoever votes the most, that's what gets made. Ours didn't go for some reason or something behind the scenes. I don't know. But long story is Amazon goes out and hires all the fucking Hollywood executives. Apple hires all these fucking executives. Jesus Christ. I don't know if I want to talk shit, but like I see billboards for the morning show. Dude, they just pack it up like the Avengers. Do you really give a fuck? About a simulated more... I don't even know if I can talk about it. Do you really care about a fictionalized version of a morning show with every star? There's so much shit I don't even know that's out there and streaming and it's like controlled. And I'm like, Amazon and, and Peacock is, you know, it's fine, but it's the same shit. Stars, it's like, it's... Oh, oh I can't deal with any of them. So, I'm angry. And I don't think traditional Hollywood's going to stay traditional. There's a lot of people that, you know, you think have our names and stuff. There's a lot of people like me that are not getting the little hugs and kisses that we should. So, I'm so excited to be a part of this app because I want to destroy the town. I And I will not sell. My advice to these guys is keep blowing it up and do not sell. Never sell. And hire zero people from Hollywood. Zero. I don't, if you worked in Hollywood, I don't want to know you. I don't know you. I want to hire people from Sacramento that worked in a tire shop. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this has to be old school Joe Weider looking up. He's the the godfather of modern bodybuilding. Look up Nolan Bushnell Atari. That's what we're doing, okay? That's what we're doing. Early UFC. What was the um clothing brand? I forget that clothing brand with UFC. Those guys. Early MySpace. That's what we're doing. We're not doing your bullshit corporate. Yeah, there'll be some corporate compliance. But right now, we've got three people. And you're looking at one of them. And we're not hiring. Okay? You know why? Because I said, don't take any money from any establishments. Don't take anyone. Do not hire anyone from Hollywood. And you're like, okay. And guess what? These guys are so smart. We argued about it. And they fucking acquired the rights to this fucking little movie about about uh, Wizard of Oz and a horror angle. It was amazing. And they fucking released it, made their first little original short. Yesterday, the downloads were up 2,138%. Free if you listen to commercials. Two ninety nine a month if you want it. Just started video. It was all audio. Now it's video. These guys went out and got Halloween because it's independently owned. Put the movie on there. I'm sick of Hollywood. I love Hollywood. I'm sick of the people that clutter it up. I'm sick of the people that clutter it up. I'm sick of it. You get that? I'm sick of it. I'll do shows. I will do shows from a rooftop and I'll sell eight fucking tickets to 90 people. I will make movies and I will fucking sell them fucking door to door on a fire stick. I don't care. It's not that I can't play the game. I do. I still play. I still do certain things. I got my game shows and, you know, and stuff. But there's, there wasn't even any pilots this year, obviously. People are, you know, you could say that the union's strong, sure. But there's a lot of people taking waivers. A lot of people taking waivers, yeah. But it's like the acting Hollywood. Uh, it's what I love. I love it. I'm just telling you, what do you need? You need, okay. Because of what? You're in box office? Great. You got to make your own box office. You got to go put movies out independently, okay? At least for me. I can't sit there and be like, it's changed forever. I was telling this 25-year-old kid that the other day. And he, he, I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to be a bitch. And he's like, no, I can see it's different. And he's a little bummed out. But he's still going to try. You can't stop him. But to talk to one person that's done a little something in Hollywood. They're like, it's so fucking different. So it's like I have, I, I'm going through all my hard drives. I have like 52 game shows. 
52 shows from scripted to game shows. I'm going to be making horror game shows. I'm going to make horror reality shows. I don't give a fuck. And I'm going to acquire something. And if it's good, I'll acquire it. And I don't give a fuck if it's from a guy from Iowa. No nepotism. Fucking suck my dickism. Like, it's... Like, I just... I'm so... I can't believe that... It's 2023 and the amount of like like it the amount of people that are still like gatekeeping, which I never knew that term. It's so good. I hate it, but I like it. I hate that millennials came up with it, but it's a really good term. It's like gatekeeping. <sighs> the sitcom is dead. It's not, but it's we've evolved. I love TikTok. I know I'm not supposed to. I know it kills your brain. It's totally addictive. But I also learn a lot of things on it. There's some good news on it. Tons of restaurants cool like you know you see comedians on it it's a great service you know apple should just buy up half the town amazon should buy the other half and let people figure it out that's how it should be fire all the fat trim all the fat that's what's happening right now they're trying to starve everybody out and they will cream will always rise but there are people on the fringes that will get bucked down and there are other people that would just i know a lot of legacy players that are like i'm out like i've done it it's not going to be the same anymore. I already hit the heights. At least a few. And I mean, you're in town for what? What are you in town for? You want to make a $100 million movie? Okay. I've done that. What are the requirements to get it made? Shit, man. I'm trying to be on your phone. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying right now. I'm just saying that it's like the disruptors are now status quo. Um, and the strike is not going to happen because, you know, unfortunately, the, the people that have made their bones through streaming, they ha there's a big fight there. I want to have this actress on who I talked to the other day, and she was telling me what her residuals aren't and what they would be if it was legacy. And, and you know, I don't know where all my stuff... It's like, I, st I get residuals. I get residuals. But if all regular TV and cable goes away and it just goes to streamer, then that's going to fuck, fuck me too. You know what I'm saying? And that was one of the reasons to be so excited about this business because you're always getting a little taste of it. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's 14 cents. People can say it's 14 cents. Well, guess what? I still don't get a residual from the 80s when I worked at Red Lobster for 14 cents for a table that I bust. So it's cool. It's like a dividend. <sighs> Plus, I just don't want to listen to anybody anymore. I don't think there's anything anyone can tell me. There's nothing I can, in this business, learn from anyone. I really believe that. I've done it all. From being an extra to completely producing my own movie and getting it out in theaters. I haven't run a studio, but it's, you know... It's not hard. You, just, you have to have the right backs to stab. I mean, you know, Jeffrey Katzenberg's a legend, a legend in this business, and Quibi didn't work. So even the greatest can make mistakes. Um, but I think that, you know, you got to make your community. You got to make your thing. Check out the Chilling app. This is not an ad for it. It's a rant that happens to, to play in nicely to this stuff. And um, we offer... The creators are a pretty fair split on ad revenue. And that's the way it's going to be, guys. I'm sorry. A lot of big paydays are going to be gone. Especially when AD, AB, ABC gets bought. And it's getting bought. I hope ABC gets bought. I hope it gets bought by people that I know. Because I would love to get a job and be the head of crazy alternative programming. And I would. And I'd fire everybody. And it's just me. And then somebody I like who's also crazy. And we would take shots. Very low programming. Low budget programming to see if we can get a number. Because that's what it needs. It all this corporate shit has got to go. Fucking bye. Sick of it. You got to try try things. Obviously within reason. You always need HR. You always need HR. Okay. 
but you also need common sense. So that's where I'm at. Download the chilling app. Like this. Subscribe. I'm on this. I think I'm, I can only be on YouTube as long as they let me, right? Like, I'm not that crazy yet here, but, you know, it's a lot going on. Follow your dreams. Like, subscribe. I hate when people are like, and hit that notification bell. I can't fucking make you do that.